0: we gon' going to let the band deal with this. <laughs> M-I-A mm-hmm. <MA> style. <laughs> Old school. Uh-huh. Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> What's up? Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Shut up. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. What's up? What up, though? This is episode 201 of the iHeartMiko podcast. Today is February 3rd, 2020. I am joined by my official, kind of official, co-host, Hustle. What's up, Hustle?
0: You heard it here. You heard it here. What's going on? What's going on? We yeah, supposed you? to did this there.
1: Look, motherfucking Alicia is calling me right now. I'm to put her ass on speaker. I'm one second. New what's your,
0: up? New York.
1: Girl, I'm recording my podcast. This is gonna be on the podcast too. By the way, what's up? Oh, so much thank you, man. i was <laughs> like, okay, I'm to my hair. I can't wait to all about this. shade room. Okay, I'm not gonna be late. All right, I will. Don't no, stop now. I mean, bye. Oh my god, you heard her? Yes.
0: Well, I told you? What well, women y'all here?
1: I was on a lot of shows. I was on The Real, I was on Everyday Struggle, Every Blog. We're going to get to that later because that's really not important to me. It really, I promise it's not important. It's really funny that my mentions and my DMs are blowing up like this and I'm being called irrelevant once again. If someone's irrelevant, why are you in their mentions, right?
0: True story. Why are you watching? Yeah, I seen say- some on Instagram you was posting.
1: Yeah, they say, oh, my dick. And I'm just like, listen, I, I, don't, I don't even know y'all. Like, it's crazy that they're like, Beyonce doesn't even know you exist, bitch. And I don't know you exist, bitch. And yet here you are. Yet here you motherfucking are. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Crazy, crazy, crazy. But anyways, we'll talk about the shenanigans that I intention unintentionally ended up in, just because I was being myself. You know, that's my regular, everyday self. They act like I, that post came out of nowhere. They clearly don't follow me. That's who I am. But anyway, I
0: seen that. I seen that shit. So I said, "Damn, Mika, who they? She, they arguing? Tough."
1: I ain't even been in the comments of any of the blogs talking shit like I normally do. I usually put it there and say
0: I'm gonna pull up on you. You knew yeah. who that was?
1: No. I, uh. I that person DM'd me too. said tell me they were about to send me their my address to me and let me know they was pulling up to beat my ass tomorrow. I got death threats, everything. And I I would hit the person in the DM like, What's up? What time you coming? And it was like, oh, I just wanted to DM you. you. You should be happy that I'm even talking to you because you're nobody. Like, bruh, like, what does that make you if I'm nobody? What are you? Did you even, like, spend your time to make a fake page? You got a whole email together, went on Instagram, made a, a login, a password, all that shit to talk shit, and then get blocked. Like, what, what are you? Why?
0: Wow, that's too much time in it. Too much time on
1: their
0: hands oh man. i seen this i see, see that's a fake page I, I remember you used to speak on it but down south so yeah this yeah this, this,
1: this, this fake is fake. that they're losers a whole bunch of losers that don't have a life telling me to get a life right like how make it make sense it's <sighs> lame but listen we'll talk about the why i posted what i posted later because if they want to hear my opinion you have to listen to my podcast okay since all you motherfuckers in there oh, and welcome to all the new people there's a whole bunch of new followers just came in hey you guys i'm rude i'm disrespectful i'm honest but i'm fun and i'm cute Hey. Okay. oh mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't stand you, man. So we all know um, a week ago, Kobe Bryant passed away. Him and his daughter and seven other people were killed in a helicopter crash. And since I've posted whatever I've posted, whether it's just Kobe and Gigi or the other seven victims, I constantly got comments from people saying like, I need to post more about the other seven people. And I'm like, says who? You? The person that doesn't control my Instagram, you think I should do what? Like, why do people think they control what somebody else posts?
0: What's your shirt say? Nah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Nah, I mean, shut the fuck up. I don't don't even have to post a single word about the other seven people. I don't even have to say their name. I don't even have to say that they were even in the helicopter. I think this is right. Kobe and Gigi died in a helicopter crash and that's it. Like, you don't get yeah. to tell me what the fuck to do. Like, let's, please. Yeah,
0: please. To me, I just feel like they don't understand that um, people do die every day and things like that do happen and we do feel sorry that things happen to those people. But Kobe Bryant touched people's life. He inspired people, and he had an impact on people's life to do certain things. So his death is different to those two people in ways different. Those other people, they don't know at all, wouldn't even knew they existed with this death. It would been just like any other death. The only reason their death is mentioned is because they died with Kobe.
1: Exactly. Not,
0: that's not being a shade or not being disrespectful. That's just like if we just, we're, just, we're just looking at the situation and being honest. Right. That's just what it is.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And I feel like a lot of celebrities or famous people or people that have a platform get guilted into posting things and saying things and doing things that they really don't give a fuck about for real. They don't. They're just doing it to be cool, to look the part, you know, and, and act like they, they care. And I'm just not, not that I don't care about these people, but I don't. I don't know them. I'm not going to remember their names. I don't even remember them now. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's that there's doesn't make me a bad person. I'm just like everybody else. I'm just not pretending. That's it. A
0: true story.
1: Man. You know, with Kobe passing, what I've learned now, too, is like, I can't watch any more tributes. I can't watch any more videos. I'm Like, it's just trauma. It just keeps running it back to me, and, and it's like, I would never tell people to stop posting stuff about Kobe like that's how everybody grieves in their own way and everybody mourns and gets over things and celebrates life in different ways but for me now like when I'm seeing Kobe posts and everything like that I'm like swiping past it like just trying to like get by it like oh like it's just still hurting me that this man really lost his life like that like, like him and his daughter it was so it's just so sad.
0: It is, you're just not used to people who impact our lives in that way passing away. I don't know why when we mentally look at it like that, we look at them as like, you know, like how I'm like Oprah's like, Oprah, like how Oprah's been around forever. That's yeah. we we you know Morgan Freeman. Once once we once we once we see their name and their face, we expect it to last. Yeah
1: unfortunate and also what's unfortunate is the Lakers lost the fucking tribute game to the Portland Trail Did you see that shit?
0: A tribute game. <laughs> That's
1: disgusting. Oh shit. Like I'm watching Dame Lillard with his mama mentality. He out here just cooking us like just he out here doing what Kobe told him to do. And we just did it. We really just – I don't know if it was just the sadness, the sorrow, I don't know what the excuses are, but if you're going to, you know, show love to Kobe, what you're supposed to do is go out here and dog walking. Even if you're to take all the shots. Like, I just feel like we didn't do that. LeBron didn't do that. I don't think – 80, I think he had like 30-something, but it still just, just wasn't enough. It just seemed like they were just – and, then, you know, I'm not going to just blame them. I'm going to blame the entire Lakers coaching staff because – I was trying to figure out why everybody was playing in the game. And I was just like, some of these niggas don't deserve these minutes. Like, why are they out here? And I find out that decided, yeah, he gonna say everybody plays. I, I, first thing I thought of was like, first of all, if you're trying to show love to Kobe, that's wrong. Kobe would never approve of this bullshit. Never. Everybody don't play. Everybody don't get a shot with Kobe. Are you fucking serious?
0: Now, they just want the people, all those people who love Kobe, since y'all made it a tribute, tribute game, they, they feel like those people who have uh, and a, who has an attachment to Kobe, which is everybody on the team, should get a chance to play in this tribute game. Mm-hmm.
1: It no, shouldn't, it, it should, it's it's like a, Kobe would have wanted it. They should have let LeBron or A.D. get all the shots and beat the shit out of Portland. A win. I believe Kobe would have wanted a win on his tribute night.
0: True, he would have wanted to win.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I feel like they treated it like it's a preseason game or, or something of that because they played everybody.
1: Listen, that was a bad decision in my opinion. Just a bad decision that basically said we're gonna lose. Like what? Like who coaches like that in 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 fucking February? Who? They're
0: in first place. They'll be all right.
1: I was irritated by it, but you know that's just because I just I feel like we gotta. It's not going to be easy, but we're going to talk no basketball. We're going to talk all football. We're going to talk all Super Bowl. I just wanted to get that off, and this won't be a long episode. I, I talked to Hustle about this, and I said I would try to do more episodes a week, shorter episodes. No know, dead ass. He over here making these faces.
0: I'm listening. We're listening.
1: Um, well, we're going to just talk about the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about the NFL awards. Also. That's it, Okay. You cool?
0: I'm with it. Let's go.
1: All right, starting off, uh, NFL awards. OK, the honors, the awards, whatever happened. Did you see who won what? No. OK, so Lamar Jackson got the unanimous MVP.
0: I mean, I know who won everything, though.
1: Yeah, well, I just asked you dumbass that. Huh. You said no. I'm going to list it go in. Ryan, did you smoke yet? He was OK, Catch up, OK? Anyways, Lamar Jackson, unanimous MVP, Harbaugh coach of the year, offensive player of the year, Michael Thomas, uh, defensive rookie of the year, uh, Bosa, which is crazy, his brother got the same award. Uh, Calais Campbell, Walter Payton, man of the year, Kyler Murray, offensive rookie of the year, Gilmore, defensive player of the year, and last but not least, the only award I have a problem with, Ryan Tannehill, comeback player of the year. How come back from what
0: for being a bum? I mean, if we're going to be real, see, if if we're going to be real, that's what it is.
1: So go
0: ahead. It's, it's not, I mean, you know, the comeback player of the year award is a weird award because it should probably be like be most improved player, I mean, I guess it is comeback player. It can be because I mean, he lost he lost his starting job in Miami, and, and he, in that aspect, it makes he emerged
1: starting. Huh? He was still a starter.
0: No, but he didn't start out for the starter. Remember, what's it? Mariota was the starter.
1: He didn't lose he, his job in Miami. He just simply got traded. There was no job loss, and then he came to Tennessee. And
0: they chose to start Mariota over him. He didn't lose his starting job. Either way, that's that's what I'm uh, I'm stating is: um, Cardinal's not going to trade Kyler Murray. Uh, the Seattle's not going to trade Russell Wilson. To me, if I'm looking at it, if we trade though, that's like you lost your job to that team. They didn't. They, they they no longer trust you as their starting quarterback. So you they sent you to another team, and and it's, on this other team. He's he. He didn't. He wasn't a starter. Mariota was a starter, and he ended up being a starter. And Tennessee had this the surprise team of the year for mm-hmm. most people. So they kind of that's their war for them being a surprise team, and nobody expected them to be good uh, to be a playoff team. They they became a playoff team with Tanner Hill Their quarterback. So, so, why at it Henry, like,
1: so why isn't Henry the comeback player of the year? If he's the he's the reason, right?
0: Yeah, Henry's probably the real reason they're, he, he. he's the main reason they're winning.
1: So, why is Tannehill getting a whore for doing the same shit that he did in Miami? Except I think the only difference is he actually probably turned the ball over less. Or
0: I just explained because he wasn't supposed to be the starting quarterback in Tennessee.
1: Oh, Lord. So,
0: that's what they're so, looking at. I
1: don't know if you call it a comeback player of the year because it originally was for players that had like an injury, like something they went down and they worked their way back up to, to be the respectable player that they was. And I remember this. I remember Brent Steve. was supposed to hit comeback player of the year in two thousand thirteen after the Achilles tear. He came back, no touchdown scored on him, went to the Pro Bowl. Four interceptions. Like had a crazy year, and they gave it to Philip Rivers. I just was like,
0: "What?" So they need to change the name. Maybe. They need to change. The that's name. that's what I th- I, what I said. From the they they probably need to change the name to some, to most improved or do something to something. I don't know what, but I just know that, that that like we said, it changed, and and based on that change, I can see what they say about. Ryan Tannehill. I don't agree with him I with that award. Both
1: improved would have went to Henry as well, but I just feel like it's just crazy that he really isn't a good quarterback. He really isn't, and he's getting an award. Like, that's crazy. That's really crazy. They gave a nigga an award for having 350 yards in the entire playoffs. 350 yards. I <laughs> can to me, all four playoff games, you had 350 yards. Put the fuck out of here!
0: I'm not participating. I'm, I mean, yeah, he he did. A, he it, it wasn't. I can't explain the lack of yards.
1: Because you, I, he's a game manager. That's it. He was a game manager. That's it. It's nothing. He if he was something special, they would have been in the Super Bowl.
0: He was the most improved game manager.
1: Okay, most improved game manager goes to—that's a quarterback award. They should just make it a quarterback awards, because they always trying to give it to a fucking quarterback anyway. After they have a bum ass year and they come back and have a decent year, oh, you're comeback player of the year! Yay! Fuck out. Of
0: so you, so you are retired had a decent year,
1: <laughs> who had a decent year? <laughs> yeah, he did. Compared for him, yeah, it's a decent year. For him, it was. Okay. All right. Um, but you didn't question any yeah, of
0: the awards, right? No, I, I was happy we had all of We got the black, three black quarterbacks, you know, got awards, MVP, yeah, the rookie of the year, the rookie with Colin Murray. Yeah, everything, everything lined up. The
1: Super
0: Bowl MVP? Yeah, Super Bowl MVP. Everything lined up how it was supposed to be.
1: Right. Well, this is the 10th, this was the 10th most watched Super Bowl in NFL history. The 10th most watched. And we all know why. This was like a great matchup, right?
0: I was hyped. This is the first Super Bowl I was actually, actually excited about.
1: Yes, it's been a long time. We usually get a lot of Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying, which I don't mind because if he belongs there, he belongs there, you know. And we all kind of pick them to win the game. It's like, oh, the Patriots are going to find a way to win. In this game, I truly feel like it could have gone either way. Although I do believe, like I told you before, I believe the 49ers have an incredible team. I just think that quarterback mattered most in this game, and that's what happened with the Chiefs and why they won, honestly, because 49ers have the game in their hands and they just didn't get it done, you know? But before we talk about the game, I want to talk to you about some of the Super Bowl commercials. You came, you flew in, you came here to Miami to celebrate Super Bowl weekend with us, turned up with us, and we watched it together. Was there any commercial that stood out the most for you or that you loved the most, you hated, you thought was, you know, crazy, anything like that?
0: To me, I didn't really see a commercial that really just took out to me. This was the first time I feel like you that I get more excited about the commercials and the game is whack. This mm-hmm. time, the commercial was kind of whack to me, but the game was
1: exciting mm-hmm. I think, for me. I think it's hard to keep matching, you know, what you do the year before and, you know, just being more innovative and more funny. And then when you have people that just don't have you know, the, the skills to entertain, you know, planning for the commercial. I think that's kind of what makes it kind of whack, because it was hella whack.
0: commercials. Yeah, like last year they had that one commercial, I almost made you cry. No, they one had time.
1: one this year. They had one, one a cry one this year too? The Google helps you remember the. Oh yeah, that Google,
0: yeah. They, okay, they okay, played
1: okay. it like three times, and I was like, Bro, get this off the screen. Like, it they was-
0: always <laughs> hit you <laughs> with the cry one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got dumb emotional about the Google commercial because I was just like thinking about, like, you know, when you're old and you, you start to forget things, whether it's just naturally or you know, because you have a disease or a condition. And it's like, how great is that to be able to say something into this machine? And then you know it remembers everything and runs it back to you like that's, that's pretty dope. Like I was just like, blood tears. Ducks. That was a good commercial. The most annoying commercial, the commercial that I really wanted to kick somebody's ass for, was who it was Rocket Mortgage. Worst commercial of all football. Did you did see that one?
0: The was it social injustice or something?
1: No,
0: no, that one was just as Jason Momoa, the fine ass nigga that's married to. Uh... <laughs> what?
1: You be just, you go to the left. <laughs> it's like. He fine as Everybody know he fine as hell. He married to Lisa Bonet. You know who I'm talking about?
0: Lisa Bonet, yeah, I-, I know who Lisa Bonet is. I- yes.
1: Man. We know. Ooh,
0: Lisa. Yeah.
1: Well, this okay, Aquaman's husband, and he came in, he snatched his head off. He had a terrible hairline, and then he snatched his arms and his chest and his shoulders off. And he had this funny little man body. Snatched his abs off, snatched his legs off, and he just looked like a little wet, wet noodle of a man with tacky, ugly hair. And I was just like, who wants to see that? Who? Yuck. What's this the point? A lot of women like. Fucking fantasize about this, man. Y'all don't have the audacity to destroy that fantasy for us? I was offended. I'm dead ass. I was so offended. Uh, I was offended by the Donald Trump commercial because what's her name? Alice. um, Alice Johnson, you know, Kim Kardashian helped to, you know, free her. She was in jail serving a lot of time for something. You know, she shouldn't have been in that long. And then she's like, I want to thank Donald James Trump. They're like, bitch. Fuck you.
0: There's some people that like Trump.
1: Yeah, a bunch of fucking idiots like Trump. And then, you know, I remember ASAP Rocky did an interview after he got out of prison in Sweden and he was saying that Trump tried to make him promise that when he got out, that he would do a commercial saying the same thing, so that he could post that on the little uh, commercial for the Super Bowl. And ASAP was like, "Nope, not doing it. No, my nigga, fuck out of here." And I was so proud; I couldn't have been more proud of him right there. I was mm. like, "Okay,
0: leave me in there, motherfucker."
1: Right, leave me in here. I'm not about to fucking kiss your boots. Fuck out of here. Um, Tom Brady did a Hulu commercial. Did you remember that one even?
0: He did a what? Hulu. Oh,
1: nice no. And the commercial basically was just about him telling everybody that Hulu has live sports and cable uh, TV will be, you know, different now, you know, than you've seen it before. And he was like, but the only one thing that's not different is me because I ain't going nowhere.
0: Oh, he sent a message.
1: Yes, but we still don't know if that means he's going to be in, in um, New England or somewhere else. All we know is. You know-
0: Tom coming back. We already know he's not going to be in New England. What do you mean?
1: I mean, you know, Kraft said he's trying to keep him. Who? Robert Kraft, the owner.
0: It's not about Robert Kraft. We already know what's going on. This same, Bilicek tried to trade Tom Brady already before. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're both on the same mental space. They both want to prove to the world that they can win without each other. And I think that's what they both want to try. He want to try to show – Belichick want to show the world that this he ain't winning because of Brady because of his failure in Cleveland. And, and Tom Brady want to show the world that he can win without Belichick because, you know, most people try to give Belichick most of the credit.
1: Well, I hope that we find out. I truly do. I just want to be able to see, and it's still going to be sad because it's not like it's going to happen, like, next year. Like, could you imagine Belichick going to the Super Bowl next year after getting a new quarterback? That would be crazy, What?
0: Or or the Chargers going all the way to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. I just feel like we're going to have to wait some time, and I don't know how much time Tom Brady has. I really don't know.
0: San diego got a good defense already ready for him and everything.
1: This is true. They,
0: they got, got two good running backs. They got it.
1: Tampa Bay has probably a better roster as well. They don't, the defense probably isn't as great, but they do have, the, 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 they have a, a, a start. You know, they got a good defensive line. You know, they, they, they got a good linebacker in Levante, you know, and secondary is the young guys, and hopefully they you know, get them a, a veteran corner over there eventually. They, they have a really solid defense, but on offense, they got crazy weapons. Crazy weapons.
0: Crazy. Yeah. That is true. And, it's, and the we, what's the, and the weather in Tampa? It does it get cold in Tampa?
1: It's kind of exactly like how it is here in Fort Lauderdale, except their winters are a little cold. So they do get, like, more 50-degree weather, which is not cold to the rest of the world. But in Fort Lauderdale, we don't see 50 very often. We don't see anything below – 65 most of the year so anytime we drop below 65 we probably have about i would say 30 days a year that we're under 65 degrees and tampa probably has like 60 to 90 days maybe but it's still amazing still beautiful weather still a good city you know great hood ratchet strip clubs i had a good time in tampa i ain't gonna hold you i had fun <laughs> <laughs> But um, another commercial that um, touched me a little bit was a uh, Josh Jacobs, the Kia Seltos, Kia is the car company, Seltos is the is the um, model, and it was a younger self commercial. Do you remember that one? He I don't was, remember that one. Okay, so he was uh, he was a little kid and he was basically homeless growing up, and you know just trying to make it, you know, living homeless with his family and everything, and and Josh looks back at himself and he says like, what would you say to your younger self if you could talk to yourself? And he basically picks the kid up in the Kia and he gives him a helmet and he was like, he would tell him to like be patient and keep working hard. And, and basically like saying football is the way out of the ghetto is what he was saying. And I hate that, but it sometimes is people's truth. You know, it's their reality. Like that's all they know, sports or rapping or uh, selling drugs, you know? And so, um, I wanted to ask you, if you could talk to your younger self, what would you say to yourself?
0: Um, that you can do anything, that you gotta be, you can do anything, you you your own worst enemy. Yeah, regardless of anything that you do, you gotta believe in you. Yeah, you can keep, you keep pushing forward on whatever it is. And you believe in you, you you're going to get better at whatever it is. You're going to get better at doing it. I don't care what it is. If you can continue mm-hmm. doing it, you're going to get better at it. You're going to find more innovative ways, more efficient ways to do it. You just got to continue and don't quit.
1: Mm. Well, I would tell my younger self to save my virginity. For oh, real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of meaningless sex in my twenties with niggas that I'll never ever speak to again, and I never had an orgasm. So I really wish I would get all those miles back on my pussy. <laughs> or <laughs> I would tell myself, you know, what, you don't really need sex right now. Focus on basketball, hone your craft, like like just just all basketball full steam ahead. And when, you, and when that's over with, you're gonna still have bullshit if you want another career, because having a pussy is tough in America. So save it, <laughs> save the pussy, and then people are gonna try to take the pussy and use it to their advantage when you get older. Don't, don't ever let them, hold your ground, and just, you just be a, good, a great person. That's what I have told myself. Straight up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Li- Go ahead. What?
0: What, hustle? What? Can't I was, was going to say I, I I didn't have a problem with my sexual trajectory. I, I was going to say if I could look back, maybe I probably should have started earlier.
1: What age did you start?
0: I, I didn't have sex. I was eighteen.
1: Oh well, me too.
0: Yeah, I was late. Those
1: late bloomers. All my friends were fucking, yeah, they were 13,
0: 12, yeah. having kids at 14. Yeah, we ain't, nah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I, I would have just saved it, been like, you know what, it ain't worth it. What not even do it. But best commercial of the night was the Take It to the House Kid commercial. Do you even remember that one?
0: No, nah, I don't know how far it was in my inebriation process.
1: Oh yeah, you we was gonna it. I ain't going I was. I was going to, but I, I remember it was a black kid, and he had the Odell blonde hair, like a mohawk, like Aiden's, but it was blonde. And he pretty much just ran. He was playing football on like a little
0: outside of the street. Flag
1: football in the park.
0: And I remember
1: sitting on the bench, telling him, "Take it to the house, kid." He ends up running the ball all across America, different states, running to different football players, different athletes, and they all, like, participated in him getting to the Super Bowl. You know, like, it was just a long journey. And um, when he finally got to the Super Bowl, he was the person that ran out and gave the ball to the referee to start the, the, the game.
0: They had a few 100 of those NFL 100 commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah that, was, that was – it basically was um, – it was basically like said in the future, like this is the future of the NFL. as a black kid, and I just know, I know the NFL understands that they need the black athlete. they know that, they know that their core um, slaves come from the urban community, <laughs> you know, and they know that's their bread and butter, and yet they still don't do anything to protect those people. You know, they do the opposite. It's kind of like. How you, like, for example, me personally, this is a nod t-shirt, right? This basically says, like, I'm not supporting the NFL, right? But I'm watching the game, and I'm also covering the game. So I am watching the NFL. You see what I mean? It's like doing two things at once. And I I can explain my two things at once. Mine is because I support everyone that's protesting the NFL. I completely get it. I bug with y'all. I love y'all. But I'm a journalist on the other side of it, and there are still people playing. There's still people that look like me playing, and I don't want them to lose their job. You know? I don't. Now, if we all link up and come together like butt cheeks, and we decide we just going to not play, we're not doing nothing, we're not participating, we're locking out, I'm with it. Like, I'm, I, I, it takes nothing for me to not talk about the NFL. Like, I'm waiting for the opportunity to basically say nothing about them for the rest of my life. But I need the players with me, you know?
0: They got to be with it. Yeah. They got to believe in themselves.
1: Yeah, and, and the reason that they don't, the reason that they won't lock out, the reason they're so afraid is because the NFL knows they have a new batch of Negroes coming in every April from college ready to be drafted, dying to be that person, willing to do anything that the other man didn't want to do for his check. You know, so they don't care that, you know, if about 300 of us die from, you know, police killing us. They don't care that the laws are built and and used to put us in jail more often than others. That's y'all, that's their talent, going to jail and dying. You know, and they don't care. They're like, you know what? It's so many athletic black people coming through. Who cares if we lose a couple of them to death?
0: That's what I was just going to say.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a lot of athletes. To me, no disrespect, but football doesn't require the mental fortitude. You just don't got to be the smartest tool on earth to play football. No, that's just being have honest.
1: Have, and you also don't have to have skills either.
0: Yeah, you got as long as you can are an, an athlete,
1: mm-hmm. you can play.
0: Yeah, they can simplify for you. Hey, we're going we to run three defenses, to cover one, and this is what you're doing this.
1: Yeah, like basketball. Think about it like this. Think about let's let's compare it to three sports, or even four if you want. Basketball football, soccer, and tennis, okay? I can't wait to have a tennis fucking podcast. I need, I don't know if my listeners are ready for any tennis. If y'all like tennis, let me know, because I absolutely want to cover the Australia Open. I want to cover everything, but I don't want to lose y'all. I don't want to lose y'all. So if you guys want some tennis, please let me know in the comments everywhere, and I will definitely talk tennis. I got to M. I got to interview Coco Golf this weekend. She came out to the Celebrity Game. I was so excited. Ooh. But anyway, staying on subject, four sports. So basketball, football, uh, soccer. Did I say soccer?
0: Yeah, yeah. soccer if,
1: and tennis. If you had an athlete that, say, they were in college and they were playing a sport, let's say they were playing any sport. It doesn't matter. You can literally throw them into College football, and they can be successful and probably go to the pros and and make a good career out of themselves. You can't find an athlete and put them in basketball in college and they make it to the NBA or tennis in college and make it pro or baseball or soccer. None of that shit. That shit got to come from the bottom. That shit got to come from when you're growing up. You know, you got, you need like experience. Yeah, like. But football, you can literally be thrown into that sport and be great at it just because you're an athlete.
0: I, I do. Can you run? Can you chase? Can you jump? No. That's it. We don't need no skill. Just can you, be, can you be the fastest, strongest, quickest? Yeah.
1: And you can't maybe play quarterback, but I think everything else you could do.
0: Everything but quarterback.
1: And maybe kicking.
0: I mean, you can be tired of kick. We just don't care about being a kicker because the kicker ain't cool. But anybody can be kicker. It's just a, just a, a black person ain't gonna want to be a kicker because it ain't. That's not something that'll be cool to the women. That's
1: what's so dumb. That's a great check.
0: You hear me? That's yeah. the We just that's just keeping it real. All right.
1: Unfortunately, but um. So yeah. So I just feel like you know, and it's no shade and no knock against being a professional. Football player, you're still talented. You're still probably the most athletic people in the, in the country. You know, it takes a lot of athleticism, you know, to play football, but no skills and not a lot of brains either. But here we are talking about this sport. Like they have to own a day of the week. <laughs> they own a the day of the week, my nigga. The worst sport in America owns a day of the week.
0: What is it?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And the NFL, a racist organization, let's just keep it real. I think a lot of professional organizations are racist. However, they're not allowed to practice their racism like the NFL is. You know, they got this social justice and all this bullshit, yet they support Donald Trump. Like, do two things at once. Like, yeah, okay, okay. But you're definitely doing two things at once. And it's, it's so obvious, but they don't even own up to it, you know? They, use- they don't got to, though. No, nope. they own a day a week, and they use people of color to, um, to, to work for them, you know, to, to help them with racism, as opposed to do, actually doing something about it. They go get, uh, who was it, um, uh, Yolanda Adams singing America the Beautiful, Demi Lovato singing the National Anthem, Shakira and J-Lo performing, it's just like, okay, I get what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, if you're not actually going to say the police are killing black people at an alarming rate and getting away with it, um, our government is, Ill- is incriminating black people at an alarming rate and getting away with it. Like how many more times are we going to see a prisoner free that didn't do the crime and they're always black? You know, and it's like, for me, that's what tells me that you, whether you are doing things behind the scenes or not, if you're not able to say it, like NBA owners and coaches and players actually say these things on national TV, and yet people seem to think that the NFL shouldn't shouldn't be able to do this. Like, you can. You're still going to make money. The NBA is still making money. People are still coming to the games. It's still a profitable business. So I don't understand why the NFL thinks, oh, well, if we keep it real and say this is really happening, we won't make money. You will. The problem is you don't want to tell the truth. You don't want your fans to know that you know that there's some whole shit going on.
0: I what don't do you think, think it's that.
1: What do you think it is?
0: That They are part of that. Yeah. It's not that they want to do it. I just feel like they're part of it. They're in the billionaires club. All those NFL owners, most of them are billionaires, or but so are
1: the so, NBA owners, and they they say it. They they allow everyone to speak on it. If they don't, they at least say it. Like they allow their athletes to say it, but the NFL won't.
0: But I'm saying is those specific NFL owners is different. Like to me, the NFL is different. I'm saying that the fraternity of the NFL is different. Period is what I'm saying.
1: And that's because it won't they make them be real. The NBA players made their owners do what they're doing right now. That's why they have the leeway that they have. They will so literally see. sit out and not fucking play if you keep playing okay. with them.
0: So that's what the NFL players say. They need to strike. They need to do something to get they need their to voice back.
1: for their First Amendment rights. Yes. They have no First Amendment rights. And, you know, I don't... I don't like to to say things that I have no proof of and you know, I I, I don't, I can say sources and I, and I know my sources are real. I'm just protecting the source, but there's somebody named uh, B Scott. You ever heard of B Scott, a blogger? So B Scott is a blogger and recently posted that uh, their sources told them that Beyonce was going to have a, a show in Vegas, you know, the, um, you know how a lot of uh, performers have like... Like uh, J-Lo have. Yes, and Car- Cardi B and all that. Well, he... Loved, uh, B. Simone announced that Beyonce was doing this and then it came come back around and says, no, there's no proof to that. So there was a lot of hell to be caught. And then now the blog is announcing that... Um, it, so J-Lo, you saw the performance, right? So did you see the cages that the kids were singing in? Uh-huh. Like chariots. They didn't look like cages to me. Those looked like chariots from Cinderella. They were beautiful. They were pretty. But they were to represent the cages that the immigrant children are being held in that are undocumented. And in those cages, they were, they were um, singing uh, Born in the USA, which is a, a Springsteen you know, anthem for you know, working class or whatever. And j Lo's daughter was singing and um she came out of the cage with all the kids and it was supposed to be like a a representation of freeing those children in those cages and allegedly this is from uh b b scott Well, b scott um yeah b scott said that um some rock nation employees are talking behind Jay-Z's back and said that Jay-Z tried to, the NFL tried to convince J-Lo to remove that portion of the performance. And she said no. So they brought in Jay-Z and tried to convince him to tell J-Lo to do it. She pretty much told him to go fuck himself. And, you know, Shakira is signed with Rock Nation. So Jay-Z told her not to participate in that part of the performance. She also said, go fuck yourself. Not in those exact words. But, so apparently Jay-Z was behind this we don't know, but it sounds right.
0: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <it's time. laughs> it could. It sounds true. It doesn't sound made up.
1: It doesn't, and it sounds like some bullshit because I could see Jay Z doing. Whatever he's told, like he goes talking about his chestnut checkers, and I haven't seen any chess moves yet. Like nothing. I haven't seen a single chess move. Like what have we gained? What has happened? What what did you what have you done with the NFL that you couldn't have done on your own? What?
0: Oh when you say chess move, you mean for the help the the help or put an enhancement on the black community and what's yeah. going on?
1: Okay. I haven't seen anything. It's supposed to be $100 million spent over the next 10 years. I doubt it. <laughs> just keep it real. I doubt it. And then what else? The Super Bowl is going to be black? It's going to be urban people? It's going to be colored people? First of all, let me just put this out here. J-Lo and Shakira did an amazing job. I'm a fan of both of their work for different reasons. Um, but that was not no damn Miami Super Bowl. Where was Trick and Trina? Like, hey, was... where, where? <laughs> we could have got some. Uh huh. Okay, oh. let's shut, shut
0: up.
1: up. Why we get none of that or take it to the house? People are like what? What?
0: No, Rick, no, Rick ross nothing. Oh, no,
1: ross Like we just didn't get any day counting, nothing. We got a whole bunch of Spanish music.
0: There's Latin culture in, in Miami. That's it's the number one
1: thing. As well. Right? Correct. We just wasn't, we just so Jay Z, you just felt like, you know what? We're not even going to do anything for the black people with this Super Bowl. We got y'all next year in Tampa. That's what it is?
0: It's, I mean, it's looking that way. <laughs> I mean, I, I understood they were going to do a little Latin. I they did a whole lot with it being in Miami, so.
1: The whole show was Latin. The whole show was in Espanol, pretty much. And it's so shade, the music is still great. I am, a, I love Shakira, love her. I don't really love J-Lo's music, but I enjoy watching her perform. Oof. Yeah. Me too. I, oh gosh, she's, she's
0: so fine.
1: Yeah, she fine that body fine, everything fine. That fucking oh her she had on with the Puerto Rican flag on one end, American flag on the other side. That shit was fly, and she was born in the USA with her daughter. Like that shit was that shit was fly.
0: And she was intense. Like if you was always. really watching, always she was
1: intense. Always. I say
0: this is she's a performer.
1: Yes, yes, she's gonna always give you a good show. You know, always and Shakira does as well. I was happy. Like Shakira's forty-three years old.
0: Them some bad motherfuckers. Hey, hey, Jay- Both Jay- of them J-Lo in their
1: forties.
0: j fifty. No, JLo's fifty. fifty.
1: Yes.
0: Man, A-Rod, no disrespect, bro. Um, yeah, you have to beat me up.
1: Oh man, but you know, overall, good performance. I I can't hate. You know, I just feel like some things should be addressed. We in Miami. We in Dade County. Like, come on. We couldn't get a quick, we couldn't get Pitbull either. Nothing. I just knew Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> we didn't get done of that. We could've got Pitbull and Neo. So you, know. you
0: want some type of rap is what you're saying?
1: Something from Dade County. If you're not gonna pick black people or rap, Pitbull is something, Dade County should've been represented here.
0: Miami Gardens they say.
1: Listen, Prince was here the last time they had the Super Bowl here, and I, there was no complaints about that. And it rained. Classic. Purple rain in the rain. Like, come on. That was classic. But you're going to come back around and get the Super Bowl again and not have any day county representative. It was a little tricky. To me. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, they tried it.
1: They tried it. But anyway, to, to the game. The biggest highlight, the, the, the most – the highlight that is flashing in my head the most, and I wrote it down, is this. How Shanahan orchestrates another monumental Super Bowl collapse. Yikes. Hmm. Yikes. Who Yikes. wrote that? I don't know. And I'm not giving them credit for whoever wrote it because they don't. Okay, they don't someone credit. wrote that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a headline for one of the, the Super Bowl articles that I read. And I was like, oh my God, like that hurts, right? 21 0 in the fourth. In the fourth. Dad. Donuts. right? So, how did it happen, Hussle? How did it happen? What happened? How, how did the game go in your
0: eyes? Um, honestly, man, I feel like they were trying to get Jimmy the MVP. Mm. I, I feel how? like they were trying. Because he, they ran, they passed the ball. They back to back. It,
1: they still only threw it 31 times, though.
0: Nah. No. That's a lot when you up the whole game. When you up the whole game and you're a run team, no, nah, they was up 20 to 10 in those, when it, those last two possessions. They was passing the ball.
1: So you feel like that fourth quarter is why they lost the game or you don't feel like those other quarters? I think that – go ahead. Give me your – because I asked you, give me your rundown. You said you think they were trying to give Jimmy G – the MVP yeah, it's by, like by passing the ball instead of running it.
0: You got two running backs. Both of them can play. And you had a both of them,
1: running the ball like
0: crazy too. Yes. And they've been dumbing it the whole postseason. That's been your identity. Like not you was up twenty to ten. Right. And was still passing it. and and, and you see he missed the throws. He missed that. He overthrew Amaya Sanders real bad.
1: Yeah.
0: He did, like, they tried to let him win, and he didn't. That's, that's why they lost to me. I mean, you can't keep giving Kansas City the ball. They're going to figure it out.
1: hmm Yeah, they had him on the ropes. Um, I liked what I was seeing for the 49ers' defense because they weren't as dominant as they normally were. I believe they had um, three sacks from the game. Was it three? Total. Three sacks, yeah, four tackles for loss. Um, they, they were doing the same thing that they normally do, rushing four. There was more blitzes. I noticed more blitzes. But what they were doing well was making them punt the ball, you know? Or, like, the, like the first possession, I was like, okay, Kansas City three and out. This is how they always start there. I was on this bullshit, starting slow. And then they got the touchdown. And then they got the field goal, and I was like, okay, you know, as long as you can continue to make them work for every single thing they're getting, you, you're in the game. You know, the defense was doing their job. And then you just saw, like, in the fourth quarter, it just changed. You know, Kansas City just basically put the game in Mahomes' hands because, you know, you have to at this point. You're down 10. you got to throw the ball around. He made some incredible runs on third down, some great throws on third down to keep the drives alive. And, you know, he almost died on that one run where he got clobbered and fumbled that shit out of bounds. And the, the second time, he could have pitched after Daniel Wilson, but he kind of, you know, went in and got the touchdown. I believe that Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs um, coaching staff did a great job of figuring out what happened, finding the holes, figuring out that Richard Sherman was a, was a weakness on the defense. They attacked him. I never really seen him get attacked that much in the games, and the first thing I thought about was Revis is probably at home with his baller belly and these titties, cracking up laughing. Like, did Did Darrell Revis get the last laugh? Man, I
0: see you keep saying he 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 got attacked, but not like that.
1: What you mean, not like that? All it takes is two, maybe three plays in a game to change the whole shit. And they were – It it was more
0: so yak plays. I seen him in, that was more embarrassing.
1: That's bad. You can't catch nobody. You can't catch nobody, you know. And he's never been fast. We already knew that. But he was smarter, and his body allowed him to do certain things before the Achilles tear. And this was part of the reason that I was trying to get Brent to sign with the 49ers because I was like, they're not going to be able to rely on Richard Sherman on the outside the whole season. It's just not going to work out. Like, that's for sure a weakness. And that's not to say he's a bum or anything, but he's just not physically as good as, he, as you need your corner to be on the outside. It's just what it is. Got to be real. Yeah. And when you have to – you're going to have to match a man-to-man sometimes. And if they call that number, you get Sammy Watkins or Hill. It don't matter who it was. They're all faster than him. And it's just going to happen to you. You know, it just happened to him a few too many times in the game. And I believe that this is what Darrell Rivas was trying to say. But in Sherman's defense, he's kind of washed now a little bit. You know what I mean? This would was Sherman washed. Best- yeah, after that Achilles, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just – he's so smart that he can still play. He knows how to, you know – you know what I'm saying? You just make sure a nigga don't get past you, don't run past you. You know what I'm saying? You play to your to your health. You know, you learn the gaps and the openings of your defense and what you're running. That's IQ football. You can play, play longer if you're smart. Same thing in a lot of other sports like basketball and tennis, you know, when your body starts to fail you. He – just, he does not have what he had in Seattle physically. He doesn't have it, but he's smart enough that he can still hang in there and still be a, a solid veteran for you, but not with them fucking meet me. Them niggas was doing that to him in the game. Well, <laughs> oh, I, I just just like, man,
0: it's hard. Kansas is just a team where it's hard to match up with them because they got match problems everywhere to me. Yeah,
1: yeah they do. And it was a tough team, but San Francisco was one quarter away from winning, beating this historically incredible offense. They literally was one quarter away from beating that. Two, three, if I'm not mistaken, opportunity in the fourth quarter to score, and they did not, three. Three, and did not score. That's your <clears throat> fault, that's your fault. No. It
0: is that far, man. I, that's why I said I just feel like they should they should at least been running the ball more yeah. and did not even let Kansas City get the ball again. We need yeah. they should have been having minimal time to get yeah. the ball. But if he if, but if he makes that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, he's the MVP, and they win easy. We ain't talking. Re- well, I don't know. We could not be talking regardless. But I'm thinking if he catched that and Ma- Emmanuel Sanders score. It's, it's probably
1: over. Yeah. One of the things that's not being talked about it, about the game is that the the special teams. And I pay attention to stuff like that. And the Kansas City Chiefs special teams was doing their fucking job. And sometimes it's not even about fumbles or you know, turn the ball over and stuff. It's about where you where the field position is. It was given San Francisco nothing on punts and kickoffs like they was like no nah, nah, and that kind of helps your defense because you already don't have the best defense on in the game so if you can do something for your team and, and special teams is absolutely like an important piece your your job is to give them the worst field position possible every time come <laughs> in with all of energy hitting motherfuckers talking shit it, like you know, what I'm saying hyping up your defense before they get out there. Like, and I feel like their special teams was great. They really was like animated. They they were there. They were present. And I think that that was a big key to them hanging on the way they did because it could have gotten out of hand if the special teams would have gotten out of hand, you know. And then it would have been they would have been fucked.
0: Yeah, no, that, that, that that was hype. They was they were running the kickoff. Oh, dude, running out the. The end zone on the kickoff for every time.
1: Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, did you agree with the MVP? Because a lot of people are having an issue with Damian Williams not winning the MVP. So, do you think that Mahomes deserves the MVP?
0: Uh, no.
1: Why?
0: I mean, I feel like they're going – you know, I like him. I just feel like Damian Williams made an impact on the game. it was – it was this nice. I mean, he's a part of the comeback. He scored two touchdowns in that fourth quarter. I, I mean, that's, that's
1: –
0: yeah. like I to. how many running backs you know that had two touchdowns or more?
1: Yeah.
0: How many have you know – you know, in a, nah, he did it in one quarter, in the fourth quarter, on the part of the comeback. If, if, if that had been a quarterback who threw those two touchdowns, somebody would have been like, did you see those two touchdowns he threw in the fourth quarter? He just, just played it. Heard they, they'd have been speaking on it totally different. Now they're just disregarding it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, Mahomes was 26 for 42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble. I think he had two fumbles, now that I think about it. But um, not a typical MVP type of game at all. Got the job done, though, but this wasn't a typical defense as well. You're talking about arguably one of the greatest defenses that we've ever seen. So, obviously, the numbers are going to be a little skewed, but I think we all just felt like Mahomes is going to light up the scoreboard and do all this scoring. He did have seven passes over 20 yards, which was pretty good. And But, you know, the turnovers and and the, the, the punts and the – Three and outs—that was the issue early on, you know. To be up, to only have ten points in the point to the fourth quarter, like who are they? Who are they?
0: These ten Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, that's they're going against a good defense. That's why I said you can't keep giving them chances. He gonna figure it out. I feel like it, he just got comfortable and start figuring out. Okay, this the, at some point they're gonna find the the, the gaps in your in your zone and your coverage mm-hmm. to, to know where to go sit. Oh do know where to be. It's like, nah, you got to – you want to minimize their chances on the field. Oh, you don't want something.
1: Jimmy G was 20 for 31, 219 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. No running back over 58 yards. No wide receiver with more than 42 yards. He did have five wide receivers with 35-plus. So it looked like he was trying to spread it out, but nothing. Nothing.
0: Hey, no, no running back over how many yards?
1: Fifty-eight.
0: See, that's not their mo.
1: Yeah.
0: How I many? What's the most carries? Somebody did anybody get over fifteen carries?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: That's what I'm saying. You up twenty ten. That you means somebody got to make it to twenty carries.
1: Yeah. Somebody, right?
0: If. Especially if your team is not, don't have a Mahomes or, you know, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Now, nah, let me quit high side. Don't have a Mahomes. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> uh, you know.
1: Mostert had 12 uh, rushing attempts.
0: Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. How many attempts had Coleman had?
1: Coleman had five for 28 yards. See. Yeah. Like, nah. They brought this on they self. Yeah, he,
0: it's like he had a hidden agenda he was trying to prove or do. I don't, I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sad. Um Andy Reid said it would be an honor to meet the president going to the White House for winning the Super Bowl. How would you feel? <laughs> See, this is the problem that I'll be having. Like, I really think about stuff like this. Like, if I call my coach Going to an interview and was like, it will be an honor. I would be like, what's the honor? Meeting a fucking pedophile, rapist, pussy grabbing, lying, racist, ugly bitch. What's the honor?
0: He 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 uh, he's a president.
1: So he cheated to be president. He That's embarrassing.
0: Hey, that could be true.
1: I want to see what happens. I want to see if they if they go to the White House as a team. I'm, I just want to see. I'm curious to see how. I, I want to let the let the let the confetti finish falling, and these black athletes to realize what their coach said, and see if anybody cares that he said that it would be an honor. I, I'm curious.
0: Do You think they're gonna go? I don't think. I don't know if they're gonna go. I, I just I don't know.
1: I'm waiting to see.
0: Shady McCoy going to the White House. <laughs> Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, Damian Williams. It'll be interesting. So let's get to this elephant right here in the room. So I'm, you know, obviously watching the Super Bowl, minding my own business, and I get sent uh, a link to a video of Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting during the national anthem. And so then, of course, I go to TNZ, and I see they already reported it. And so I repost it with my little, my little bitmoji or whatever, and I write, I thought we were past kneeling, though. And I added um, Your Rights Campaign, Colin Kaepernick, and his girl, Nessa. And so then that went to all the blogs. I'm on The Real, like I told you, The Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked. I was on blogs I never even heard of before. People were sending me shit, and then I got a clip of me being on The Real, that show. And you know, and I was just like, why is everybody mad that, like a lot of people are upset that I posted this and coming at me, the death threats and stuff like, like why are people upset about me asking a simple question like I thought we were past kneeling? Jay-Z was asked a specific question in the interview with Roger Goodell, and they asked him, so, are you going to kneel or stand for the national anthem this year? And he, his response was, we are past kneeling. Now, I don't kneel at the games just because I don't feel like getting on my knee, but I sit. That's another way of protesting. That's what Kaepernick was doing. He was sitting until... A military person asked him to kneel so if you're sitting during the national anthem you're an american we all sit i don't stand up you know i i used to stand up before just just like every now and then that i would stand up just being polite like i call myself trying to be polite and i got to the point where i was like what the fuck am i standing up for you know and then kaepernick kneeling also put the battery in my back to be like you know what yeah i'm not supposed to be standing for this bullshit. I shouldn't have to stand any pressure of everybody looking at me like uh, something's wrong with me. No, I'm looking at you motherfuckers like something's wrong with you. And so with Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting, all I want to know is, oh, we passed kneeling. Why aren't you standing up? You said you would stand. And he didn't. So it's just a question. Why aren't you kneeling? And now I got the beehive. In my mentions in my comments, let me just be clear, okay? Just be somebody told me Beyonce would beat my ass. Let's be clear. Let me just put this out here. I will dog walk Beyonce. She she would not put hands on me. Let's just be clear about that.
0: You keep on talking like you're talking. I'm telling you, let me talk to my beehive. Listen to me, y'all. I'm Wait, talking to the beehive. Dog walk. I'm That's talking to clear. the beehive. And
1: pussy in me not never been it's it, it's not a lot of bitches there's regular bitches that could put hands on me it's just not you got to be you got to be a real bitch i don't know beyonce to be a real bitch i know myself and i got my money on me in a fight I'm rocking out with you. In.
0: listen i got you i'm rocking with you and beyonce one-on-one but the beehive right now they listening
1: I want them to listen because I want them to to hear this. I never said a fucking thing about Beyonce. I've addressed her husband. And just so we're clear, I have a husband. We don't agree on everything. You should know that if you Google me. I said a lot of shit on this podcast, on my social media, that my husband 1,000% does not agree with at all. But that doesn't mean I don't have a right to say it. And just like I can say whatever I want, Jay-Z can say what he wants and make business moves and do what he wanna do. And Beyonce is his wife and she's just gonna be supportive. Just like my man was. That's it. I never brought Beyonce into this at all. Beyonce don't have anything to do with what Jay-Z's doing in my book, because I'm a married woman and I know that you can be a a unit, but not agree on the same shit, but allow the other person to flourish, you know? So let's just be clear behind one, not whooping my ass, but two, wasn't talking about Beyonce. Now let me address y'all daddy, because the rest of y'all is is Jay-Z's sons, okay? First of all, I have a right to ask him why he didn't stand, to ask, what's up? Why you said was past kneeling and you were sitting? I have that right to ask him because he put his business into that. It's not like he never said a word and all of a sudden we call him sitting. He's the one that said that. He's the one that hustled backwards. He's the one that was wearing a Kaepernick jersey at Saturday Night Live and then a year later doing a deal with the NFL and ain't shit happened in the deal for where nothing as positive has happened for us yet. Nothing. So what are you saying? That I'm a, because I'm not what? Famous? Is, it, is that what the problem is? That I'm not famous? That I'm not. No.
0: Why can't why can I ask him that question? I think you're asking that question. I mean, just the fans, man. Fans are vicious. The B, you, kind of vicious as I, I don't even. I don't even think it's Jay Z fans. I really think it's the B. How they like? Why you even got B in the picture? I
1: don't. That wasn't my video. I didn't address her.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just there, trying to tell you that's reporting. that's where they, I think that's where most of the heat coming from. Is, is, is because of that. I don't, in my mind, I'm not look. I don't even think jay I I don't think, I don't look at Jay-Z fans, it's like, oh, no. Nah. You know, we, we they, they're they not gonna try to defend him. I feel like they're just gonna be fans regardless, and they know all of whatever type of shit he does, he does. And hey, so
1: basically, they don't care if he lies. He, he does two things at once. He's like on one Yeah, They're, they're, I'm, they're I'm, not
0: holding him accountable.
1: Yeah, I'm pro-black, I'm speaking for the black people, I'm this and that, and then you go and work with one of the most racist organizations in the world, pretty much, easily the r- most racist sport, oh, by ownership. So you're doing two things at once as well. Okay, cool, but why you can't just keep it real? Why are you trying to act like this isn't really just to line your own pockets, my guy? Like, just say it, it's cool. What are you afraid of? You afraid that people are gonna like, stop, Hearing what you say. No, these niggas is your sons. They're your kids. And whatever you do, is kind of like Donald Trump. These motherfuckers will do and say and defend him to the death because that's their daddy. And I just want you all to know I'm with the shits. The only reason I didn't respond the way I normally respond, you probably don't know me, but uh, uh, I've run off a lot of hives and a lot of tribes, a lot of fucking barbs. None of you motherfuckers scare me at all. Okay. I can't be bought yet. I can't be told to shut up. And I got hands and I carry a firearm. So it's whatever, you know, and I'm not even giving it the energy that I would normally give other shit because I'm really in a place where I just really don't care. Like I really don't care to argue with y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't care, especially about something that wasn't really a big deal to me, like, I'm I wasn't even surprised that he was sitting. I wasn't y'all are mad because I pointed out something that was the truth. Why would they stand up? Why wasn't their hand over their heart hustle like this?
0: Why, wh- wh-
1: okay. I,
0: what was what was the I, I gotta look at the comments to see. I bet the comments so that one's crazy.
1: Well, it's, it's a lot of blogs. Good luck. I'm just laughing at a lot of them. Man. And I, I feel bad for my people that want me to come back and flame their asses. But I just don't feel like it. Like, I really don't. I got other shit going on. You know, I got other shit on my mind. Normally, I would just take time out of my day and roll up and just have a good time with these motherfuckers. But it's just like, it's getting boring arguing with fake pages. It's, it's not as exciting as it used to be. Do they
0: ever come did they ever make did they ever argue on that real page?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they do. But most people are scared because they don't really want you to know who they really are. You know? They don't they can't argue from who they truly are. Or their page is private and they only have like 200 people following some shit like that. They don't let nobody in. They don't want you to see who they are. Because a lot of them, they can see who I am. And and I got a lot of your ugly, your skinny. Um, your, your son is ugly. Oh, we're going to kill you. You're broke. Um, Beyonce doesn't, and Jay-Z don't even know you. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Because of y'all. Thank you. But it's just like, it's sad because it's like, I lost a joy that I used to have on social media, which was just flaming a whole bunch of losers. And now it's like, uh, it's not fun anymore. Got old.
0: They get old?
1: Yeah, it's old now. It's boring. I'm trying to find better things to do with my time now.
0: I laugh every time I go look at them. I'm like, she crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: boring, man. It's just really old. I, I feel like I should be able to say whatever I want to say. I, sh- I have a right to ask a question. And it's not like they're going to answer. I posted that just so y'all could remember when he said We're past kneeling, and now he's sitting down. So stand up, and nobody will say anything. You're with the NFL now. Stand up. Put your hand over your heart, Hov. And sing that little bullshit-ass song. Anyway, let's get out of here, man.
0: How how much time? How long has it been? I don't even know. Yeah, I already
1: know. Um... it looks like an hour and 10 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes. That was good. We need to do less, but that was good. That was good.
0: Progress. Pro- Progress. Progress.
1: Well, thank you again for joining me. I'm glad you came out this weekend. It's always good seeing you hanging out. Um,
0: it was awesome.
1: Appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate uh, you uh, being my partner, just slide through everybody in space. They didn't want no smoke.
0: Hey, we ran through. Hey, hey. <laughs> that that's funny, AJ Still <laughs> That shit was classic. Yeah, that's why I told him y'all play each other now. I don't want to play y'all. What's
1: up uh, to play again for y'all? Play each other. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Nice.
0: All right, nigga, much love.
1: All right, I'll holler at you later. Later, Peace. That was episode 201. It's in the books. I want to thank you guys for joining me. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm going to do my best to try to put out a few more episodes a week so that there isn't like a whole bunch I have to cram into one week. I can't make any promises because life is changing and life is moving. like a lot going on, but... I would do my best to try to continue to entertain you guys and bring you real sports like no one else is doing. No one
0: can. ain't nobody yes. more jiggly than us. Stuff so rough it causes head rush like woo. Give it to me, bring it here. Don't stop, girl, shake it here, shake it there. Let money mark get off your baby yeah, We off the chain for the whole year. So if you look good with a big old butt, live in your own crib and make your own bucks. Hit me up, trainplus.com, and tell me where you from, uh. Smoke out, choke out, we get off the chain Like we just broke out, you don't know about me, J-Dot When I come through, all
1: the haters get high Cause I got most, more, more dang, more cheese in the bank More rain, my do dogs on dubs, dogs, yours ain't My dogs do whatever, yours so ain't that's
0: gonna make you get up out your seat We don't play, we take it to the house, M.I.A.
1: Take it to the house, take it to the house. 305, take it to the house.